Hello and welcome, you're listening to Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany Wright. So the episode this week is all about technology at camp. I know back home we use our devices for literally everything. I always have my smartwatch on, it's even on right now, as like this. Um, We have our phone in our pockets all the time. Um, And we just are always accessible via the internet. But what happens when you go to summer camp? What happens when you're in a new country? What happens when they say, you know, we go back to basics here? What does that even mean? So this week, I'm going to tell you all about my personal experience. I'm going to be answering some questions that some of you have about this topic as well and really just talk about how you can stay connected with people outside the camp bubble um, for your summer away at summer camp. So, you know, let's get started, let's get into it. So, like I said, you know, these days technology makes it easy for us to keep in contact with anybody and everybody. Let's face it, you can just scroll and see what people are up to. You don't even have to ask them what they did last week because people will post about it. Um, Like people will see where you are on snap maps. People can check in stories, TikTok nows, be reels. Everything is instant and you know where everybody is and what everybody is doing. So it's kind of like the norm. But what happens when we go to camp? What's the deal with Wi-Fi? Can I even have my phone on me? Like, don't worry, we're all thinking the exact same questions. But let's think about it. Many, many summer camps were created before even the first computer was created. Like, many summer camps have been around for decades, some for centuries. So their mentality is going back to basics, disconnecting from technology, to reconnect with human contact. And to this day, many, many camps still follow that mentality, still live by that mantra. And I think it is kind of refreshing. Don't get me wrong, it's scary. You're stepping into this unknown. But when you're in it, it is refreshing. And it is really, really nice. Um, But what does that mean with my phone? What does that mean about camp rules? I don't want to make a mistake. Um, Everything like that. So every camp has a different policy towards mobile phones. And you should definitely ask them. Like if you're in an interview, like ask them what their view is. Ask like returning staff members, hey, what happened? This type of thing. So I would definitely reach out. They're your best resources. But I can tell you from my camp experience is I've been going to camp now for over 10 years and the evolution of technology has changed over those 10 years. So the rules that happened back in 2014 are definitely not the same here in 2023. So definitely reach out to the camps and ask them, hi, what is your policy on mobile phones? What is your set up for international staff members how can I connect to home 
or even better, use those resources of returning staff members to see, hi, what was it like last year? But don't get your mind set on that's exactly what it's going to be the following year. Camps do like to change. Camps like to tweak things that weren't working the best. So just know that everything is just very much like a little barometer, but don't get your mind set on this is exactly how it's going to go. For example, in my experience, the technology policy was you cannot have your phone out whatsoever. You can't have your phone at camp. You need to lock it away in a locker in the staff only section. Um, and then it moved to just using it privately. No campers are allowed to see it. it has to be out of sight of campers. Um, and now they've changed it in the fact that you can have your phone on you, but you can't use it as a phone. So you can use it as an alarm clock. You can use it as a music device. You can use it as your camera. But again, we're not scrolling all day. We're not like we're not making TikToks. We we are not be reeling every time a notification pops up. We're not being the slave to the ping of a notification. So I think that is. And that's amazing that over the over the 10 years, they have evolved in that sort of way. And I think that can really help calm people's nerves, help you like think about the unknown. And this camp setup is pretty rural. We, it isn't, you know, far from any major cities um, in rural Ontario. So if that helps paint a picture a little bit and help your mind at ease, then definitely that's my personal experience. But let's get into a question. Like the main question I hear over and over again is how can I get in contact with home when I'm at camp? Um, they say like we're a rural camp or they say it's very fast paced. Um, I'm going to be living with kids. What does that mean? Like, can you help paint this picture a little bit better for me? And I have to let you know that like camps are very understanding that you need to communicate with friends, you need to communicate with family to help with your mental well-being, um, to help you feel comfortable here, and to like help you feel a little bit more connected to world outside of camp. So the way that my camp has is it has, like I said earlier, the staff area, and that has Wi-Fi, it even has computers if you like need to print stuff, um, printer, um, if you need to check university exam results, um, if you need to basically book onward travel after camp, if you want to call home, FaceTime, check social media, you can do all of this within the designated staff zone area. Um, but, and that is amazing. Like first things first, one, that is amazing. And the fact that, again, this area has evolved over 10 years that I've been at the, this camp, and it's moved from a small room of four desktop computers um, and it's evolved into computers with cameras so that you could Skype. And then it evolved more into a space where Wi-Fi could eventually be installed and connected. Um, and so the development of technology in a rural setting has really developed here as well and in staff well-being and staff life as well. But with all of that being said, you need to know that there might be times when you can use them, 
but there might also be times when you cannot use them as well. Like, let's face it, you are there to do a job. You're not at an all-inclusive resort. <laughs> um, so another, like I've said, geographically, like where is your camp located? The reality is that the internet connection is not going to be as, as good as it is in the city or in your homes. There's not 5G fiber optic pinging into your cells, into your mobile phones, into your cell phones. Um, so loading times might be longer. Picture quality could be more pixelated. Like you might not be able to stream that episode of Stranger Things that you've been waiting for. Like that's just the nature of this lifestyle. And another thing that I would say is you need to let your friends and family know that if you have, if then you're not responding instantly, it doesn't mean that something bad has happened to you. And I've noticed this more since the pandemic, in all honesty, is that if somebody doesn't message straight away, somebody thinks that something terrible has happened, your brain jumps to the terrible thing rather than no news is good news. I'm out enjoying this camp experience rather than sat inside a building on my device. So I think there's something to like help prepare people back home as well, especially parents to be like, hi, mom, hi, dad, hi, family member, hi, whoever loves me. Um, I, yes, I'm going to this camp. Yes, there is a staff area with Wi-Fi, but no, like I might only see my phone at 11 p.m that time zone which might be for my instance 11 p.m in the Toronto Eastern time zone is 4 a.m back in England so no like I might just write you a little message say hey I did this today everything's all good and then maybe on your day off you're able to connect at those times that works better for both of you um but prepare them for that make sure that they know like okay this is what's happening, I need to get on board with this, nothing bad's happening, X, Y, Z, because believe it or not, family will reach out to the camp office and say, I haven't heard from my son, I haven't heard from my daughter um, in four days, is everything okay, something happened to her? It's like, no, she's. they're having the best time of their lives, but they're just not going online to tell you about it. Um, so prepare them as well but also like maybe there's a different way you can get in contact like have you ever thought about writing them a letter or getting a postcard and sending it to them like the little things of receiving mail at camp is exciting and surprising and it is just this magical feeling like you're like oh somebody wrote me a letter and it is truly something amazing Everybody who's written me, written to me at camp, I have actually kept. Some of them I've stuck into like travel journals and things like that when I used to do those when I first went to the camp. Um, but, you know, it's not the quickest way to communicate, but it is a different experience. So why not consider it? It could also think about how amazing I felt just explaining to you that I got a letter at camp. Like imagine people get a postcard from wherever you are doing your summer camp 
adventure. And they're like, oh my God, they thought about me and they sent me a postcard. That's amazing. I absolutely love that. So make someone stay back home too. So that's all of my advice for how to connect back home. Um, And just know that if there ever is an emergency, like know that you're not stranded to the times, like reach out to your supervisor, reach out to whoever you feel comfortable with and they will find you the person that can help you with an emergency situation. Um, I know things can spring on you, life happens. And like, it could be anything from, knock on wood, this doesn't happen, but it could be anything from something happening back home in your personal life, or it could be that, knock on wood, this doesn't happen. Like, maybe you failed an exam at university and you have to go back and retake it. Um, So just know that camp is there to help you and support you throughout all of this, and they will help it. So it's a smooth um, experience for you. Um, so don't forget, you can always reach out and you're not constrained to that Wi-Fi time that you have. Okay. Whew. Whew, that was a mouthful, that one. Okay. So I have another question. So another question is, should I get a Canadian phone plan? So this person is got placed at a Canadian summer camp and they're asking me, should I get a phone plan? And in all honesty, it's like, it requires on you as a person. And this is really, really hard. Some summers I've done without um, a Canadian SIM card. Some I have had a Canadian SIM card, um, but let me just lay out all of the pros and cons so you can make that decision for yourself. So I would first of all, research your own phone plan at home and see if they have an overseas plan. Um, Because this would be your cheapest option as phone plans over here in North America are still really, really expensive in comparison to the UK. Just think about it. They're like Canada as a country is huge. Think about all the different time zones they have to cover. And that's just one country. Whereas in the UK, like we're a tiny little island. So think about it. Like, do you ask yourself that question? Like, do you really need to make calls? Do you really need to text? Do you really need to have data whilst you're out there? Or are you happy connecting to Wi-Fi everywhere you go? Because here in North America, Wi-Fi is everywhere. Like free Wi-Fi is literally everywhere. And it's not like 10 years ago where you had to like check in on Facebook to get the Wi-Fi. It literally like pops up on the subway, every subway station, Wi-Fi. And like even buses now have Wi-Fi. Um, Like hotels, hostels, cafes, restaurants, public attractions, shopping malls, like even supermarkets have their own internet connection now. Like, honestly, it everything is so easily connected. Um, so that's what I would ask yourself first. Research back home first and then ask yourselves, what do I need this for? I would also like suggest, hey, you told me the summer camp I was going to is rural. What does rural mean? Does that even mean like you get phone signal out there? Um, Because you don't want to pay for a 
ex- really expensive Canadian phone plan and then get to camp and realize, hey, there's no cell reception here anyway. I'm not using it. So that was a waste of money. Like, think about these things. Um, many people enjoy summer camp because of the memories they personally create and the people they connect with. Um, and the key at summer camp is to disconnect from digital devices and connect to human connection and connecting with the art of conversation, connecting to nature outside, to grow real relationships and to live in the moment. All of these fundamentals work together to create a sense of community and a place of belonging. And all of those things, humans crave from social media. So summer camps were designed and are still to this day designed to do all of that, to connect with people, grow connect to grow real relationships and to live in the moment like we're doing that without a device summer camps do that without a device anyway so why do we need to scroll on social media like having a break from technology can offer like the opportunity to experience daily life in a simpler way to build those face to face interactions and to live close to nature, which I know now living here in Toronto, like it's a rarity here in today's world to be like near nature, like to have a face-to-face connection with somebody because nowadays everyone's meetings are on Zoom because it was so easy and people don't want to leave their houses. Like it's really, really hard these days to try and gather all your friends together to go out for dinner, um, to go on a walk in nature that is a beautiful nature and not trees being chopped down to build a new condo. Like, so that's pretty, pretty cool that camp is still a sacred place. Um, but with phone plans here in Canada, there are two major providers. Um, it's Rogers or it's Bell. And there are a little, off those two major ones, there are like little intricate like sister companies, but they're the two major companies. Um, and they're really expensive. They're really, really expensive. Um, there was even one one year, it was one of the smaller sister companies that I went to because I just wanted data. I just wanted data for the two months I was in Canada that year. And I just wanted data. And it was like $40. $40 in my mind is like 20 pounds. Like that sounds like a steal. Um, so I purchased it. I went up to camp and it only worked in the GTA, the greater Toronto area. It didn't work outside there. So I, I thought I had a great deal. I thought it would work. And unfortunately, I didn't do my research properly. And I lost I lost out. Um, So that was like 40 bucks that I'll never see again. That's hassle of cancelling a card or anything like that. So that was just one experience I had. Another experience I had is with a cell phone provider called Fido, which is under the Rogers bracket. Um, They're good. But they're expensive. Um, 
and you just have to remember to cancel you have to remember to cancel once you leave the country otherwise they'll just keep charging you even though you're not using the sim card anymore <laughs> so make sure that that doesn't happen everybody if you do decide but honestly these days overseas phone plans with at home are great are really really great i'm hearing amazing things from three i'm hearing amazing things from o2 um ee seems to have a really really good overseas plan so definitely check out shop around it's easier to shop around in the uk than it is in canada i'm not sure about any other countries please dm me let me know so i can share with the community if you're from a, a different country like australia new zealand please let me know um so i can share with all of you but yeah i i really hope that helped answer that question i feel like i rambled a lot in that question um but yeah i honestly there's wi-fi everywhere basically yeah don't buy a plan here in canada don't do it just either connect to wi-fi or do your overseas plan that's that's why i say i take back everything of rogers and biden don't well i went on a journey there and i'm so happy you all came along with me on that journey i'm so sorry so 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 sorry um but yeah technology at camp it's fun um the best thing about technology at camp i think is especially at my campus they have a photographer which i love because i don't have to worry about snapping pictures of my memories like i'll just get in front of the camp photographer and i know that they've snapped my memory and i can get it off of social media and it's an amazing quality photo and it's much better than anything i could get on my phone um so yeah i utilize that to the utmost i also i think this is really special i'm sure many camps do something similar but at my camp they also have a video team and they film a lot of the summer so any big major camp events um things like that and at the end of each month end of like july and the end of the two months like end of august they release a video show and it's like snippets of what happened that month fun stuff and everyone's like oh my god that's you and then you're like looking out to see where you are and that's pretty fun and then in the winter they actually send that video out to staff to campers to commemorate the summer and i think that's really really special as well and so yeah like again you don't have to have your phone on you you don't have to worry about it getting in the lake or getting trash you don't have to worry about breaking your screen because it's people's jobs to like commemorate that summer so as long as you get in front of the people with the cameras you're gonna be in those memories too and you're gonna have the best time so definitely 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 utilize them and let them be a part of your experience as well because that's pretty special definitely memories for life so yeah that is all about technology at camp i know i rambled on for quite a lot and i'm sorry and if you've made it all the way to the end congratulations you get a gold star 
Um, but no, honestly, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you listening week in, week out to bits and pieces for the summer camp newbie by me, Bethany. Please share. We have currently, we have nine different countries, which is wild that listen to the podcast, ranging from Japan all the way to Czech Republic. We've got people in Germany. We've got the States. Like, we've got people everywhere. Ireland, Canada, UK, France, um, Australia. Like, I absolutely love it that we are worldwide. So keep spreading the amazing news of this podcast. If you have any other questions, situations, please send me a DM, send me an email, do whatever you need to do. And I will try my very, very best to give you an answer here on the podcast. Because if you are thinking it, I'm sure many other people are thinking it too. You're not alone. We're an amazing community. And I love sharing with each and every one of you. So I thank you, appreciate you, and see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bits and Pieces for the Summer Camp Newbie by me, Bethany. You can find me on social media. I am Brit in the six on all my socials. Also, you'll be able to find me on my website where my blog is www.brit in the six.com. Thank you very much and see you next time.